welcome to The Morning Brew with Stu. As always, I'm your host, Stuart Brooking. And because I was busy over the weekend, the last Thursday, I didn't get last week's episode out till Monday. And then by the time you're hearing this, it was yesterday that my interview with the voice of Madden, Fox Sports, and the Big Ten broadcaster, Brandon Godden, came out. And then we're going to wrap it all up with three straight episodes of my boy, Jeff Hunt. We had three straight episodes this week. A lot of content coming out. A lot of the morning brew with Stu hitting the hitting the waves out there on on the internet and in the podcasting world. But hey, I love it. And Jeff, welcome back. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I I can't believe it. Like it it felt like when we started this, I'm like, oh, this is gonna take a while. And then today, I'm looking at it. I'm like, wow, we're at the we're at the final four. We're at the final, and I think that's a good title for this episode, the final four quarterbacks. Because even though I may not agree with with the four, this is still we're talking about four. I mean, these guys are legendary quarterbacks. I I, I really believe that now. I think that each one of these guys, we know at least one of them has it's definitely done their part. Um, it, it probably two of them have done their part, but this is um. This is really cool because we're talking about we're not just talking about the best of the best. We're talking about in any decade, in any era, these guys would have been the best of the best. Um, this is uh, this is going to be a fun show. We got to really nitpick here to find out, you know, the negatives of any of these guys. Uh, it's going to be a good one, man. Here's the thing, Je- Jeff. This is the first time I've done these quarterback rankings since I started the podcast. And somebody besides Patrick Mahomes has been the number one <laughs> ranked quarterback. And that's Josh Allen. And then number two is Patrick Mahomes. Three is Aaron Rodgers. And four is to go Tom Brady. Ooh. But we'll talk about one here in a minute. And we're going to – man, I'm going to wax poetically about one because I love me some Josh Allen. But let's start with quarterback number four, <laughs> the GOAT. Tom Brady. Where, where uh, Stuart, I know you're a pro. I'm just curious to where you start when you're doing your Tom Brady notes of like it, it's like it, it's like describing to somebody like what what chocolate is. Like, you know what I mean? It's like how do you, how do you how did you come up with a new way to describe Tom Brady? I'm so curious to hear how you do this. He aged like fine wine. <laughs> is 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 it? Because I mean We've never seen a guy do what he's done at his age. He's 44 years old. Last year, he threw for 44 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. He looks great. And, you know, when it came to watching tape of Tom Brady and it came to, you know, what's the one thing that kept him from being three or two or one? It has to be his play falls apart at times especially when he gets hit in the mouth. I go back to that Philadelphia game. There's times where he's making decisions and throws, and you're saying, man, you've been in the league for 20-something years. You're the greatest quarterback of all time, and you're making throws like that? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, you don't have to win the game for, for yourselves. It, and then there's also times where, and you saw this in New England, I think this is why New England wanted to move off of him, was he got too scared to pull the trigger, if that makes sense. Like he became, you saw that in the Philadelphia game as well. He got hit in the mouth and all of a sudden he was, he was trigger shy. He said, ah, it's there, but I don't want to get hit again. So here's the, here's the dump off to my running back or, 
oh man, it's there. That that one's gonna go in there, but I have to step in and that defensive end's coming. Oh, I'm gonna dump it off over here to the to the slant route I got coming over on my right side. And it cost them the game in Philadelphia in the playoffs when you think about, you know, some of those games. Maybe they won that game. I don't remember. But anyways. Yeah, they beat they beat Philadelphia. They lost beat, to L.A. And he didn't play great in that game, that Philadelphia game. He did not play great. Mm-mm, no. And a lot of it is because he was gun shy and they got pressure on him. And there was a lot of things in that in those games where he didn't he didn't look great. And that's what I saw. And that's the reason he's four and not one. Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of these things. It's like I, I, I see everything. Then I also go like if you really look at it, it's one of the greatest seasons he's ever had. And we're talking about best seasons that a legend has ever had. So it's 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 not as is if total age, but it'd be crazy to say the age hasn't caught up because everything you said um, when the pocket starts collapsing, like he has nowhere to go. He has to either fall down or take a hit or, you know, whatever, which, you know, he knows how to play that way. Him and Manning were the best ever at just laying down and making the next play. We, we've we talked a lot about these young quarterbacks who might need to learn some of that, but then there is a gray area to where Brady doesn't have the escapability. He, he's, he, he can't get out of the play. If he gets dinged up, you know, it, it slows down, you know, the process and things like that. Uh, everything around him, like he is definitely in a system now to where everything around him kind of has to work perfectly for it to work. There's not a lot of improvisation there. Uh, he's not going to do a lot of adapting. That being said, he's, I don't even think it's, well, I shouldn't say it's not close. Him and Manning, I still give it to Brady. Pre-snap quarterback, knowing what's happening, being one step ahead of the defense, there's never been anybody better. He's just as good. I disagree as, with that. Uh, but. You, Okay, but I'm saying he's yeah. he's up there. But he's not, he's up there. He's it's him two. and Manning. I think it's yeah. him and Manning. I think it's him it and is. Manning. That's why I said I when I said it's not close. Now it's not even close. Like I don't mm-hmm. think we're, we're going to talk about these other three guys. Uh, Rogers, I think Rogers is better immediately after the snap than a lot of quarterbacks. I don't think he's great pre-snap. Um, Allen is not pre-snap yet. I think Mahomes actually out of these four is the worst pre-snap quarterback. He always he always feels like. He, he it takes him two seconds to kind of figure things out, and then he uses his gifts, you know, to get out of it. But Brady, by far, you know, walking up, you know, he's he's a guy like if he has if he if he was to have a game controller and was playing a game and could see what he like, you would never beat him in a game of Madden because he's the way he sees the defense. But you know, the just the truth is, you know, at forty four years old, like some of those things catch up with you. He was never the most physically gifted. Uh, I don't think he's top four. I think Justin Herbert has, if you're, if we're like going by your criteria, we're starting a team, you know, this September and we want the best quarterbacks. I think, I think I probably take Justin and, uh, you know, maybe, you know, maybe Burroughs pushing that, you know, and stuff like that. But I, I think definitely Herbert, but that's not to say that I don't think Tom Brady's, I mean, Tom Brady's definitely top. I don't know, six or seven regardless, which is crazy to say about someone that's been in the league this long. Um, it's an interesting player. I do think that, and I predicted it last year and I was wrong. I do think at some point he's just got to take a weird hit. And then that's just kind of going to be end of it. Kind of like it was Brett Favre only because recovery time, uh, he's a sitting target. Um, you know, the age, like everything's going to add up and you know, it's going to, you know, the walls are going to start closing in, but, that being said, he had a fantastic career last year, MVP candidate. Um, 
if if they have some, they could have had a miracle finish. They get by the Rams, they might go to a Super Bowl. So we're we're talking about a guy that's you know not even a year and a half away from his last Super Bowl victory. So I, I don't have a problem with him being high. I just I don't know. I don't know if I'm starting to team this season that if I have him this high. Yeah, I, I I get that, and that's not you know I honestly kind of agree with you. Listen, Brady. Brady, in my opinion, I think I just put the experience factor kind of over that. Like, you know, if I was starting a team today, Brady. And it's huge. You know, all that stuff you talked about. Here's the thing, though, Jeff. I I listened to a Tom Brady interview. Maybe he was talking about something, some show he did. It was a sneak peek of the interview. Well, typically he's talking about himself. Yeah. If he was doing an interview, it was about him. Yeah. He was talking about how this is probably going to be his last year. And so let me say this for him to go into a season and what could be his last season as the fourth or the fifth or the sixth or the seventh best quarterback when guys like Brett Favre and Peyton (laughs) Manning and Drew Brees were nowhere near that. No. This guy deserves not only the tip of the hat, but. I mean, they should make an exception for him at Canton. And let me tell you this. This is a guy who I've hated the majority of my life because of the pain (laughs) and misery he's caused me. You know how many rings Peyton would have if Tom Brady didn't exist? A lot more. But you know what? That's neither here or there, and that's beside the fact. But Tom Brady's the GOAT. I was on the Aaron Rodgers. It's the greatest of all time train for the longest time. But at some point, you got to win a playoff game. Well, Okay, I'm that, just saying. At some point, you gotta admit when the it's guy got keeps winning Super Bowls in. that, hey, Tom's the greatest. All right, yep. let's fast forward to to that guy. Real Number quick, just three. just brainstorming here, real quick. It would be kind of fun to do a show to where we go back in time and rank the quarterbacks. Like just just say the year 2007 uh, quarterback rankings. That would be fun to do. We, hey, you know what? You may have just give me a show idea. How how much fun that would be! So much fun, it would be. You may yeah. have just give me a show idea. All right, quarterback number three, Aaron freaking Rodgers. Listen, I'm an Aaron guy. You haven't been. You've been, you've been a, an Aaron Rodgers hater, so to say. Here's but- what, here's what's funny, Stuart. I I wasn't. I was the biggest like Aaron Rodgers fan. And up until a couple of years ago, and finally I had to start, I had to start like looking at the losses and the playoffs and how he played in those losses. You know, this isn't Josh Allen last year in Kansas City. You know, this isn't Patrick yeah. Mahomes a couple of years ago against New England. He is a huge part of the losses in an easy fit. Like at some point I had to start factoring it. It killed me to do it. He like up like he is I found him my most talented quarterback of all time. Like I loved everything he did, but at some point it had to be like, I can't give him a hall pass anymore. Yeah. What you said, the most talented quarterback of all time. Now, Patrick Mahomes comes in and does some things better than he does. As far as those circuits, yeah, you're right. It's those a little different now because but of let the, me, let me say this. I've, the I've beat on the drum all this time. that Aaron Rodgers was the most talented quarterback of all time. And, you know, we can have a debate as to where he ranks all time as far among uh, as far as among some of the greats go. But there's only one other guy that has just as many Super Bowls as he does or MVPs as he does. And, you know, I'll leave that at that. To me, he's a top five guy all time. That's, 
you know, another debate for another time. But oh, yeah, talk- that's, I don't even think that's debatable at this point. When we talk about Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's a guy that for a long time I had I had to shield up for, and I, I always defended. No matter what, dude, I felt like people were, were crapping on Rodgers left and right, and I felt like I had to defend him. But you know what? For the last couple seasons, he's been the off – you know, he's been the uh, off-season distraction, off-the-field stuff with just being in the headlines, the the wanting to trade. I don't want to be traded. The I'm, you know, I got immunity versus the vaccination thing, which is his choice, whatever. I don't care about any of that. But what I'm saying is you're the quarterback, stay out of the headlines, those things. And then, you know, we're always worried about who Aaron Rodgers is dating next and all that kind of stuff. And, um and then it coincides with the the playoff losses. Yep. And this year, I, w- I was watching that San Francisco game, and my best friend's a Packers fan. I'm a Aaron Rodgers guy. I was waiting for him to take over, and he didn't do it. The 49ers beat him. He was because terrible. Rodgers, because he Rodgers was not played good. terrible. And it's yep. it a lot of these lot these offseason losses have been because of him. Um, so I am able to give it a non-biased view when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. The guy's delete the back-to-back league MVP, had a great year. In my opinion, he's the top three quarterback in the league. But I will also say this, Jeff, in my opinion, this is the last time he's ranked in the top three in my quarterback rankings. Yeah, I mean, and that, that's the thing. Again, I've said it. I've just, I've just kind of like at some point I have to hold these guys accountable and I just can't keep – you know, every year for what's it been now since 10, I mean, it's been 11, 12 years. I've been like, nope, he's the best quarterback. I don't want to hear. And, you know, if you give me one game and you have, to, I have to take one quarterback. Now it's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's definitely, t- he might be top two. I think it's Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers as far as like, I just got to win one game. But the problem is when he gets to the one game he has to win, he is not playing good. And then not only when he doesn't play good, he really, like he he puts it off on the team, and then in the off season, it's 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 all about the coaches, it's all about this, it's all about that, and then something that really really detracted from me. And I know that this may not have anything to do with Aaron Rodgers; it might just strictly be business. But when Devontae Adams leaves, I'm like, wait, wait, wait a minute! Like you, like th- the career you've had with this guy, this guy doesn't throw interceptions; he literally forces the ball to you. But and you're not willing to to see this through in a in a much much easier division and and path to the Super Bowl than you have now. I mean the NFC North, like that's not really much of a battle. You you know what I mean? If 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 you're, yeah. I mean Green Bay's no, going to the playoffs. I think there's a lot that goes into that too. I mean, I oh no, I do too. I think but he's asking saying, for you know almost Cooper Cup money, and the Packers were like. We got to pay 12. We yeah, can't really do that. Just these guys don't want to stick around for one more year. That To me, I mean, these are just little, these are just chips. I mean, we're, we're talking about a Hall of Fame legendary quarterback. And then I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, then, it, okay, if I'm just being the other guy, I'm like, I don't know. What's the difference between Aaron Rodgers and Dan Fouts? And you're like, not much. Even though I know there's much, like, it's the same situation to where, like, are we to the point is, is Aaron Rodgers like a Carl Malone? Like he's compiling all these great stats and all this. And then you're at the end of the, you know, 10 years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, but he really didn't. Cause he hasn't really had 
much of an impact on the playoffs since the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know he's he lost. I know he's. I know he's been to the the championship games, and I know he's lost them. But I'm just saying, at some point, you got to be like, I'm. I'm not concerned about Aaron Rodgers, which is crazy. I don't understand it. He's. Uh, he's Dan Marino. I mean, Marino's got the one ring. He's got all the stats, all the numbers. He was. He was deemed the purest passer we've ever seen yeah. in the NFL. Then Aaron Rodgers comes along and he wins the one ring. He got all, he's got all the stats, the MVPs, and he's deemed the purest passer we've ever seen. I mean, he's very yeah. much in the same boat as a guy like Dan Marino, except he's got a ring and Marino doesn't. But what I, here's what I'll say about Marino. As a Marino fan that watched every game, part of that's true. But I think how many I think Aaron, I think Aaron Rodgers has had the better team in his playoff losses almost every time. That's been the problem for the most part. Like, and that, that's, that's been the thing. Like everything is lined up perfectly. And he just like, he just, there's something different about the playoffs and I'm not putting it all on him. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's great, but there's still something there. Like you have the better team every time you go into this and lesser teams are knocking you off. And then it starts adding up and you're just like, Oh, it's been 12 years, you know, since you upset, you know, Pittsburgh. And I just, um, I don't know, man. There's just, it's, he's just one of those guys that I'm like, I don't, I think you were really, really great at something, but I, I don't know how much you cared about being great at it. I don't really love the way this shouldn't factor into like, I want him on my team, but the way he's treated a great green Bay fan base, you know, he's kind of screwed with them over the last few years and all of these things. And then I, I don't know. I think honestly, as a person, like I think if me and him had a conversation, I'd be like, okay, all this makes sense. But if I just gotta, if I just gotta look at him as an athlete and what he's done on the field and hold him accountable, um, there's some flaws there. Like he, there's something that breaks down in the playoffs and it's, he can't get past it. 100%. I completely agree. All right. Quarterback number two. And this <laughs> one might be this and the Tom Brady thing. I called a casual fan for not putting Tom Brady at one, but whatever. It's what? casual. Yeah, it's the casual fans that think Tom Brady's one. And, There's no way anybody thinks Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes at quarter at number two. When I went into this, Jeff. In my head, especially after that playoff game, I thought Mahomes was the second best quarterback in the league. Like, I know Mahomes got the win, and I know he walked out with the victory and all that kind of stuff versus Josh Allen. But I watched that game versus Buffalo. Oh. I can tell you right now, I did not think he was the best quarterback no. in the building that night. I don't. And he scored a lot. He had the ball last. He was able to score the touchdown, all that kind of things. But I guarantee am I'm willing to bet my entire life savings and <laughs> everything I've got in my house that if Josh Allen had a chance to touch that football, we'd have gone to a second overtime. Like I just have a I have yeah. a feeling that's what would have happened. But the reason he's also number two is not just because of that, but I look at the first half. First eight weeks of the year, Jeff. I I look at Baltimore. There's a game where he's being where he's rolling out to the right 
gets drugged down, and as he's going down, he says, oh, I'm going to throw it. It gets picked off. But, hey, with Patrick Mahomes, it's he's trying to make a play. With Carson Wentz, it's stupid football. Yep. I don't know what the difference is. I don't know why it matters with Mahomes, but doesn't with uh, Wentz, but that's a different it's about that. It's, 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 it's about it's the stupid Super Bowl either way. rings. It's a, and, but it's about the Super Bowl rings. True. And then he does the same thing versus the Jets, and there's a multiple plays where he does that versus another team, and then another team. After a while, it's like, okay, this guy isn't just yep. it isn't just one time. Like this guy's making some stupid, stupid decisions. And granted, he was able to reel it in, in the second half of the year and in the playoffs, he was fantastic. But you want me to sit here and say, after what I watched the first eight weeks of the year, me to say this guy's the best quarterback in the league when my eleventh best quarterback, Kyler Murray for five, six, seven weeks with a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes, I cannot tell you that. And I will not sit here and say he was the best quarterback in the league despite how he played in the second half of the year. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I I couldn't believe it. The first part of the year, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening here. Things are falling apart. Of course, he's coming off the big, you know, the big contract, which, you know, we're always going to talk about. This is classic Andy Reid of is, is he like, has he hit the wall on his quarterback and, you know, things are stale now? Like, you need to freshen things up. Uh, the questions about Eric Bieniemy, honestly, I have a lot. You know, everybody's always telling me, like, oh, Bieniemy needs to be a head coach. And I support that. But then I'm like, well, I don't know. Like, I'm watching the game right now. Like, he's got, he's got what at that point was the best quarterback in the league and they can't figure out how to score these and touchdowns. Here's the thing, Jeff. And we can, <laughs> I don't want to start this discussion and, and turn it into something else, but he's been interviewed for how many jobs and he hasn't gotten a yeah. job yet. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. So like, I'm like, you know, what's going on here? Uh, you know, Patrick wasn't playing very good at all. He had a, you, when you see the flashes, you're like, okay. So he's kind of a, like we talk, I love basketball analogies, but he's in that Allen Iverson category sometimes to where like, okay, when things are going good, this guy is doing things that nobody else can do. Like he literally, even Josh Allen, like Mahomes has a different way of playing even than Josh Allen, that it's just the way he plays off balance and off schedule and all that. When he's in his groove, like he was that playoff game, the, one of the best football games I ever watched. Nobody, nobody can play like that. Nobody, some of the windows that he can throw the ball into and see when he's just letting it go and, you know, not overthinking it. But I think the breakdown is early in the season is when the system quarterbacks tend to take over. And that's what concerns me is like, that's when he struggles a little bit, like late in the season when, when guys are getting tired and, you know, you you got different offensive linemen, you got injuries, you got all these things, you got teams coming in, off kilter that's when Mahomes really takes off and that's when he he jumps up because then he's the best player on the field early in the season when it's all about coaching and system and reads and stuff like that he struggles a little bit and that does concern me because I'm like what are you doing in the offseason you know yeah. are, are you which and then that's I put a lot of it on Andy Reid I really do I, I listen I respect Andy Reid I understand everything but I also watched him for all those years in Philadelphia, the same stuff. I, th- I think he wasted, I know like as successful as they were, I think he wasted Donovan McNabb's career. I think McNabb definitely is a Super Bowl winning quarterback uh, in the right situation. And so then I wonder like Mahomes, like 
you know, you look at a guy like Joe Burrow who is making the most of his ability and running the system and stealing wins. Mahomes early in the season doesn't do that. So that that does concern me. If you tell me again, one game, yeah, he's almost as good as anybody. But uh, I think I think we saw some chinks in the armor last year as far as it's it's one it's a classic case of like, I don't know. I mean, Cincinnati plays a cover, like it's basically a cover four defense, and Mahomes couldn't exploit it and then he you know he loses a chance at the super bowl because of it and it's uh it's a very simple safety based defense that that stifled him i don't you know that's where tom brady a guy like tom brady's like ah oh, he tears this apart and stafford played pretty good against it and mahomes you know was kind of stifled by it. but it's a when you really go back and watch that tape of the cincinnati game it's like come on dude <laughs> like it's this is this is this is some basic cover two stuff that you're getting you're getting fooled on here. If you watch the some of his last drives in that game, it's um it's very discouraging. But but then that that saying his ability is off the chart. So I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of it. Here's the thing with Patrick Mahomes, and I you made a comparison to Allen Iverson. I'll compare him, I'll compare him to LeBron. And I'm gonna say it like this because in my opinion, and I understand LeBron's like in basketball years, he's like 60, right? Like, I understand that. <laughs> but in my opinion, and I understand how great the Greek freak is, and I understand how great Kevin Durant is, and I understand all that kind of stuff. When LeBron James is on, there is not a better player in the world than LeBron nope. James. Plain and simple, end of conversation. I do not care what you say. There is not a player on this planet better than LeBron when he is cooking. When Patrick Mahomes is cooking, there is not a player on this planet better than Patrick Mahomes. But what you see with LeBron at times is it comes too easy for LeBron, so maybe he lays off the gas a little bit because he's so good. What you see at times with Mahomes is I'm so talented and so gifted and it's always worked by playing this backyard style of football and all this kind of stuff that I don't want to say he doesn't take the film work necessary, but he says, ah, oh, I know what I saw in film, but I'm just going to let my talent override that. And some play will break open downfield and we'll be able to make it happen. And then when it doesn't, it's, oh God, I got to make something happen. And yeah. then it gets intercepted. Now it didn't cost this team as many games as it should have, but I can tell you this, if it continues, and he plays like he did the first half yep. of last year. Eventually, we're going to see the Chiefs barely make it into the playoffs. And all eyes and all fingers and all criticism is going to be pointed at Patrick Mahomes. Well, who are we and, talking about here? We're, you're, we're basically describing Russell Wilson's career. Yeah. I mean, am I am I wrong? Like, you're, you're right. And when, here's things the break, thing. when things start breaking down a little bit, like I thought we thought that was going to happen last year. <laughs> like, yeah. I totally agree. That's a great. Uh, synopsis and here's the thing here's the thing too jeff and this is my final point on patrick mahomes as far as the negatives go with patrick we're gonna find out we're gonna find out in a hurry what how good he really is when you're throwing to a guy like marquez valdez scantling and you're throwing to a tiktok yes. dancer who cares more about TikTok and dancing <laughs> with your brother than he does uh, shot, actually watching film and playing football. The bow. You're going to, we're going to see, we're going to see how great he is. 
he may have he still may have the greatest tight end of all time on this team or second greatest tight end depending on what you think about Gronk but in my opinion this this is the year that makes or breaks Patrick Mahomes as far as where we hold his legacy and how great he is no you're great and 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 this is what I don't like about it like is and again I agree with everything you said what I need to see him do is just go out and win these games easy. Like I've seen Tom Brady throw, I don't know, 57 option routes in a row, it seems like, to uh, you know, Julian Edelman, win a game, go home. You know, what I mean, that that's what I don't see from Holmes yet. Like it feels like he always has to, you know, you know, try a little and, and that's what we were about Kyler Murray. Like Kyler Murray, like as good as he is, that's a great, you know, you brought him up earlier. That's the same thing we say about him. It's like these games ought to be a little easier. You know what I mean? Like, and we've seen that from the next guy you're going to talk about, like every now and then he'll just have a game to where he just goes through the motions, gets the win, you know, goes home. And Mahomes just couldn't, couldn't quite do that last year. And I know it sounds crazy. We're talking about a guy that's been to two Super Bowls. He's yeah. won one. He's league MVP. Uh, easily, easily. He sh- well, I'll just say should have been one last year. I mean, no, no offense to the Bengals. So, but they're it. They're, Again, we saw chinks in the armor. You know what I mean? We saw the soft side of the, uh, you know, the belly with Patrick Mahomes last year. He comes out this year, runs the system, and just compiles wins. Like, that's what Peyton Manning learns to do. Like, like year six or seven of Peyton Manning, he just went out and was like, I'm going to get 14 wins and get to the playoffs. And you didn't even really notice it happen. It wasn't flashy. He wasn't behind the back passes. It was just like systematically destroy a team. That's what we haven't seen from Mahomes yet in his career. And you can't keep playing the game like he does. Again, like Allen Iverson, it's going to catch up with you. Yeah, I completely agree. All right. And the (laughs) best quarterback voted on by me in the NFL, Josh Allen. Man, Jeff. You've come a long way, Stu. 2018, Stuart, would not believe that 2022 Stewart has Josh Allen as the number one quarterback in the NFL. Jeff, I mean, when I was thinking about Josh Allen, there's just, it's, I think I said this in my many breakdown. He's a breakdown. creative player. He's a creative I don't player. know, but he, it's so hard to find any, any flaws. Like it really is. Like he has some, like he holds onto the ball too long. Like that's a big issue. We saw that in Jacksonville. We saw yeah. that Colts where he, where he did not play well at all. And the Colts have a basic defense as well. They Matt, at least they did with Matt Eberflus. He loved that cover two. And even when teams were killing him with the cover two, AKA Baltimore, he said, Hey, let's keep going. Let's keep going. But, and, but somehow they found a way to, you know, hold Josh Allen and same with Jacksonville and those types of things. He's not perfect by any means, but he's damn close. It's it, it just everything he does is so much fun. He's 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 the best combination of athletic ability and technical ability that we've had yet. And I don't think I'm like we thought we thought this was what Cam Newton could be. Like I'm being honest. Like this is what we thought Cam Newton could be. He's an athletic version of like Roethlisberger to where the size and everything like and everything is kind of just coming together, you know, in one player. And then when he plays in big games, 
He comes up pretty big. He he can make, you know, he can make the long throws. He can make the, you know, the second window throws. He runs the ball when he needs to. He doesn't really force it. Um, he, he doesn't appear to get rattled um, easily. Like he really like, I mean, he's put, this is two years in a row. He's put this together. This isn't a, a fluke. Yeah. You know, let me say this. Two, I had him in last year's quarterback rankings. I had him as the number two quarterback in all of yeah. football. And everyone yeah. told me it was a fluke and that he was no. too high and all that kind of stuff. Guess what? Now he's the best quarterback in all of football. Yeah, I mean, he's, but what I like, he's, he's really good in the red zone. I think Mahomes is still a little, maybe a little better inside the 10 yard line. I don't know if anybody's better than him in the 10, what Mahomes can do, but Allen with, with the dual threat inside the 20 yard line, I don't, it's really hard to keep him out of the end zone. He doesn't have like, he's doing this without a great wide receiver core. Um, if you really look at it, uh, you know, nobody, nobody ever wants to talk about that with these quarterbacks. We talked about that with Rogers for years. Diggs. Diggs is good. Diggs I'd say is he's fine. about the, I'd say he's eight or nine. He's top 10. That's what I'm saying. But that, but, but as far as you got to have a core and I'm saying, that's what, what I mean is sure. they're, they're just, they're just all right. You know what I mean? They're just yeah, all right. Gabriel Davis. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just fine, but it, but he, but he does good with it. Um, which means that he throws to targets, he throws to open players, he throws to the, you know, he throws to the right read. That's, you know, that's what these guys do. They don't have great wide receivers just to, to hang on. Um, yeah, he's, he's fun to watch. There's not a lot of downside. If anything, it's like you say, he probably doesn't check down enough for me. Like, I think there's a lot of like, let's just take seven yards and, and, and move on Josh. Um, it, it, it hasn't, it didn't really catch up to him. I mean, he played great in the playoff game. His defense just kind of ran out of steam. Uh, and they lost a coin flip. So I, I thoroughly believe that he is the best quarterback in the NFL entering the season. I really don't even have an argument. Like, I don't think, I don't think Mahomes did anything that could even push it. I would say next year at this time, we're talking about him and Justin Herbert. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Mahomes catches up. You know, I, I think next year we're talking about him and Justin Herbert as one and two, and then Mahomes is probably three, uh, you know, I, I, you know, maybe, maybe a burrow jumps up. I don't see Mahomes the next decade getting any lower than three. Well, that's fine. But I, I also don't see him jumping up. I, I really like it for everything we just talked about. And maybe he does. So if, if you tell me those are next year's top three, first of all, I'll be like, yeah, football's in good shape. Yeah. <laughs> Cause these guys are awesome. But, uh, you know, he's just, uh, He's just kind of put it all together. He's a guy that he's obviously worked hard. I, I want to first and foremost, I give the guy credit for working hard. He comes out of, you know, he had a lot of catching up to do coming out of a, a smaller conference. You know what I mean? He had a lot of work to do his first few years and he put that work in, um, you know, a guy like Trevor Lawrence could do this. A guy like Trevor Lawrence has a physical ability to where if he, he could take this, the jump, you know, he's got the ability to take the jump. So if you tell me yet next year that we're talking about Trevor Lawrence, you know, as, as a possible playoff quarterback, I would believe that. But as of right now, um, Josh Allen's the funnest player to watch in the league. And I think he's the best quarterback in the league. I completely agree, Jeff, what Josh Allen has also done. And the reason I was so like 
on Josh Allen when he came out in 2018 is we've never, in the history of the NFL, there has never been a quarterback who in college completed less than 60% of their pass. <laughs> Matter of fact, completed mid-50s. He was completing about 53 to 55% of his passes at Wyoming. And we've never seen a quarterback do that and then turn around and be a top 10 guy. We just haven't. You know, you look at the guys I compared him to, the Jamarcus Russells of the world didn't do that. The yeah. Jake Lockers of the world didn't do that. And he had the conscious effort and ability yep. to understand that if I put this all together, I can be one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game When if I put this all together. And so he gets help from Jordan Palmer. He goes and finds ways to, to get better. Small things like how he stands is the reason he went from being a 55% completion percenter to a 62% completion percenter or percentage thrower in two years. He went from, okay, they want me to run the football my first year. That's what I got to do. That's the way I'm going to play. I'm going to pretend I'm Tim Tebow and run the football. Then the second year it was, okay, throw it a little bit more, but not too much. We don't want to, you know, we don't want you to throw a whole lot of turnovers. Then the third year, they unleash it, becomes a top two quarterback. And then last year, this past season, they said, Josh, be Josh. And we saw what happened in what is my opinion, the greatest football game I've ever watched in my life. And I've seen some good ones, but that is the greatest football game I've ever seen. And I mean, I, Jeff, I'm with you, man. I don't know if, if Josh yeah. Allen, I would say if, unless something dramatic happens, like he gets hurt or something, Josh Allen's the number one quarterback, at least for the next five seasons. He, he's, he's amazing. And I re, I can remember watching the game that, that wild card game a few years ago. Um, and Josh Allen was playing versus the uh, Texans and yeah. watching that game. And uh, the Texans pulled the game out. But I remember watching that going and like it just something jumped off of the screen. I was like, oh, this guy is just got it like this guy. He was having a terrible game, terrible season. Like you just said, like low percentage, like everything. But I, I remember remember watching a game that mattered and going, oh, no, he's fine. Like this guy is going to be awesome, and then of course the next the next two years he is just off the charts good. But um, it just it it's he's an easy one. He's an easy one to watch him, and that's why I said him and Justin Herbert are like guys. And when I watch them, I'm like, oh yeah, it's they've there's so much more in a tank. It's effortless. Like uh, that's why I always you know we've talked about it early in the earlier weeks. I talk about a guy like a Joe Burrow to where I'm like he has to really like everything has to go like right. He has to work really hard. You know to to be as good as he is and and that can last but these these other guys like Allen are like no there's there's so much more in the tank you know what I mean like and I'm gonna know. I'm gonna get heat because I I feel like just about every episode I I bring up Andrew Luck but I'm gonna because he's the one I watched the most I mean I, as yeah. a Colts fan you no know. Luck was that way too but let way. me let me say this Luck reminds me a lot of Joe Burrow in the way of there's just some kind of magic that happens with Joe mm -hmm. Burrow like let me jeff the Bengals had no reason to no. be competing in the super bowl last year no. i mean let's be honest they had congrats you had jamar chase but you had no reason to yeah. be competing in a super bowl last season but you were because of nine 
He's the only reason. And like, you know, that was that was Andrew Luck. You know, Indianapolis, there were many years where they were eight and eight. Everyone's like, what's wrong with Andrew Luck? But now Andrew Luck, they're the Cleveland Browns. I mean, so <laughs> I mean you're exactly right. You look at it like that's where the Joe Burrow thing is for me, too, is Burrow may not have the arm strength and all that that these Allens and Herberts of the world does, but the kid's magical. Yeah. Well, let me let me take this second too to to take my weekly cheap shot at Baker Mayfield. This is my <laughs> whole point. When everybody if you're having a debate about Baker Mayfield, whatever your debate is, whether should have stayed on the Browns or he's great or he's bad or blah, blah, blah. He got disrespected and all this. Look at what Josh Allen's done in his first few years, like, and how obvious it is that he deserves the contract. He deserves, he's, he deserves everything he's got. And this is what people are kind of insinuating Baker Mayfield's done. I'm like, no, do you see the difference? Like, do you see the difference when a guy, you know, gets drafted high and becomes that dude, as opposed to like, we're trying to, we're trying to force the issue. Like it's, it's not even close. Yeah, I completely, completely agree. All right, Jeff. Well, that's it. That I can't believe it's it, over. man. All thank, 32 thank you. are done. I'm, I'm so glad I got to make it every week. I'm so glad you adjusted your time frames a couple times for me. Um, this was a blast. Um, I feel like. I really feel good about going into the season, you know, with this list. And um, I, I really appreciate you asking me to do this. Uh, man, of course. It, it means a lot. You're the guy. We did it last year. We're doing it this year. Hopefully we'll do it next year and follow. Oh, I, 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 I hope I can do it as long as I can do it, man. This is one of my favorite things I do every year is the quarterback rankings. I'm a quarterback nerd. I, I mean, let's be honest. I watch football as a whole. I love the game as a whole. But the quarterback position for me is one that I I will spend hours doing weird stuff like what yeah. like looking at photos of how quarterbacks hold the football and grip yeah. it and those kinds of things. I'm weird. Don't judge me, people. I'm no, weird. no. And 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 full credit to you, man. Every every week I go into this and I'm again I'm ready to fist fight. And then every <laughs> week you when you explain your side of it and explain what you saw on tape and explain you know your you know, your viewpoint. I'm like, ah, gosh, dang it. He's right. You know, we've had probably each week. We've probably had one guy that I would have moved nothing egregious. Um, you know, we went back and forth a little bit, like, you know, about some of the early ones. Uh, I don't agree. Like I, I still, I think Herbert is probably too low on your list, but these are, these are nitpicks because I say the same thing about my list every year. I'm like, well, if we're, if we're going to argue about two spots, then we're really not arguing. So like I, there was never anybody that, you know, I thought was egregiously over or under. And it was my whole point. Yeah. If, if if you're arguing that people are arguing Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, second greatest quarterback. Okay. You think about this. He's number two in the world at what he does. Right. And there's only 32 of those jobs. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not like you were like one of these guys on Twitter that's like going for, you know, clickbait and you put Derek Carr number one just to get people to, you know, log on to your yeah. site. Like, you know what I mean? Like you, you did it legit. You put out a great list. Um, it should be respected. And then coming in the next year, we'll see, like, we'll review it next year and we'll, we'll see how right or wrong we were. That's right. All right, Jeff, favorite time, <laughs> your favorite time of the show. This is, I, I, I'm so excited. It is trivia time, and as of 2022, 
Yes. What is the most recently established NFL team to play in a Super Bowl? Oh, cripes. Okay, this is too... It's got to be Carolina Panthers. I don't want to over... Oh, finally, I got one right off the rip. I didn't want to overthink it because they were only in the league for like 10 years when they went. Yeah. Or uh, maybe them about and, 15 years. Them and Jacksonville. Them and Jacksonville came in in 95. And like all kind of formed around the same year. Mm-hmm. Houston came in in 2000, but Houston's not been to a Super Bowl. Jacksonville's Cleveland, not been to a Super Cleveland's, Bowl. Cleveland's 99, I believe. Oh, they were 96. They were the same year as the Ravens. The Panthers yeah. were, I believe. So oh, yeah, okay. The Ravens, the Panthers, and then obviously well, like nine, 97, the, 98. I mean, I know none of them have been to a Super Bowl, but the Ravens aren't really – I don't know if the, you consider the Ravens new or old. I don't know how that works with the Cleveland stuff. Yeah. But – Like Indianapolis isn't a new team. They're just in a new city. So Cleveland's actually the expansion team, but everybody in Cleveland's mad at me right now. If you bring that up, they get really upset about it. So we'll just move on. They haven't been to Super Bowl, so they're good. Let's see here. Right. You know what? This stack, I've already asked you a bunch, a lot of the same questions. Don't want to repeat answers or questions. I probably still get them wrong. <laughs> As of 2022... Which NFL coach has the most wins in NFL history as a head coach? All time? All time. I think it's I think it's still Shula. Yeah. Don Shula, my guy. Yeah. Yeah. He he coached both of our favorite teams. Yeah. Imagine that. He I like I grew up like so I grew up, my favorite team had the same head coach until I was, I don't know, almost 30. Damn. That, that was, it was wild. It was a different time. Except for Belichick, who's done it for this, you know, a long time. Yeah, Shula's my dude. As of 2021, this will be the final question. Which NCAA team has the most national championships? Oh, man, this is one of those weird ones where they count all the national championships. So I'll say. I'll tell you what, if you get this, Jeff, I will just shut down the entire podcast. I'll be so impressed. Oh, my gosh. Um, Man, it, it's going to be something dumb because there were so many given away early on. And since you said you'll shut down the podcast, I know it's not an obvious one. I'll say Army. No. No. Alabama? No. Probably should be Alabama, but no. Probably Alabama now. I guess it says as of 2021. Well, that's only one more. Um, I know Notre Dame's got a lot, but, man, it's been for one, I'll give you one final guess, and then I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Um. I don't know. It has to be one of those teams. I'll just, I'll just, I don't know, man. It's got to be. I have no idea who else it could be. It's got to be like one of these old East Coast teams. It's got to be, if it's, it's not Army, Notre Dame, or Alabama. 
It's going to be something crazy like Yale. Yes. Yes, what? It's Yale. Oh, fuck off. What? (laughs) I knew it. It's Yale. Yep. That's the greatest question in the history of the world. Doesn't say how many they have. It just says they are they have the most. So shout out to Yale. Super superpower. They're a powerhouse. You know what? They have yeah. more national Well, I've recently America. heard that Ohio State's gonna be basically gonna have to fold up shop. So maybe Yale's gonna take over. Why would Ohio State have to fold up shop? Uh, because that's what Southerners think is gonna happen because the NIL and stuff. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Everybody's always looking for a reason. I, I, just maybe say came from a, I, just, I thought maybe it came from a Michigan fan. No, I just want to say this real quick. Like every time that college football changes, the high state gets better, but all of a sudden they're like, oh, this is the downfall. I'm like, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the BCS was the downfall too. Oh, yeah. We won a national title. Anyway, not, all right, not the Jeff, right show for it. That's it. That's all 32 quarterbacks. Oh, that was a good one, man. I will drop the entire list of all 32. I can't wait to see the entire tomorrow. list. As a whole, one list. whole graphic, I'll drop all 32. That way, everybody can go back and look at it because i dropping them four at a time. Unless you go back and listen to each episode or go through my tweets, you won't be able to tell who's who. So I will drop them all as a whole. So, so Stuart, I have one bonus question. What? So there's only 32 teams. We, we've got our we've got the list. Who would you predict jumps on the list? Like if we had to redo it at the end of the season, like and we said we had to evaluate the best 32. What who's on who's your not not your 33rd best quarterback, but who jumps into the list and who jumps out of the list? Like you have to give me a swap. Probably on the list, one of the rookies. So probably Pickett or a Matt Corral, someone like that. Okay. Because, you know, they get some playing time. Like Pickett was like 33, 34 for me. Right? I remember. Like, yeah. He was right there but with then who do Drew you, who Locke do you and off? Sam Darnold and all them. As far as who falls off, I mean, it would have to be somebody at the bottom. So maybe a Daniel Jones. Maybe he goes, maybe he stinks up to join again this year, becomes a backup. Mm. Maybe a Daniel Jones. You think six months from now, we'll look at who, who's the better quarterback, Daniel Jones or Baker Mayfield? You sticking with your, you sticking with Baker. Baker? 100%. I think, I think Baker on the Giants, we look at the Giants as a different team. And, and Joe Judge may still have a job. I, I truly believe that. See, but the only thing I like about Jones, and it's everything like we talked about Josh Allen, is that Jones just has the physical ability to get better. You know what I mean? Like he does. His pro comp for me was Ryan Tannehill when he came out. That was his yeah. pro comp. And, and I and I no, I think that's a great comp. And I think he could make that jump that Tannehill made when he went to Tennessee. One hundred percent. I think as so. as opposed to I think Mayfield needs so many things to go right. I just I don't think Baker. I think Baker falls down the list. I don't think he falls off. Okay. I, I I think one of those bottom. I four think Jones guys, could have a Tannehill leap. I, really I think do. one of those bottom it may four not guys, be this year. Let me go look at the list real quick to answer your question. For those who jumps on, I'm going to say Kenny Pickett. I as much as I love Mitchell Trubisky, and I think Trubisky will take over 
hold on to that job and pretty take pretty much take it over. I what do about think- Garoppolo? If Garoppolo gets traded, does he make the list? If he's on a yes. different team, yes, I, I think he makes the list. The if he guys gets who I'm looking, oh, by far, never mind. I changed my answer. By far, the guy who's not on the list next year, Marcus Mariota. Not even a question. <laughs> okay, no questions asked. I I have no faith, no hope, no belief that <laughs> Marcus Mariota going into next year is the starting quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons. Zero. Okay, okay, I like that. So that's a good answer. Pick it, hops on Marcus Mariota. Hobbs off. That's perfect. I because like it. I have no faith in Marcus Mariota at yeah, this point either. in time in his career. Yeah, I think I think Jones. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it later, Dave. But I think I think Jones could get better. I think some of these guys. I think some of these guys have the potential to get a lot better. Uh, I think Garoppolo, whatever team he goes to, is a top thirty-two quarterback if he goes to a team. If he gets I think traded, he will. Yeah. honestly, I think he'll stay in division. But that's just that's oh. for talk for a different time. I think he goes to Seattle. Drew that's Locke. a good spot for him. You you can't. That's tell a me. bad team though. Here's the thing though. He but can't. You carry can't tell a me that they're team. looking. They're looking at Drew Locke and saying, "That's no. our guy." Like, but he but the great Garoppolo, value version of Jay Cutler is not your guy. I'm sorry, man, but Garoppolo. <laughs> damn, Garoppolo can't carry a bad team. No, he needs a system. He needs. He needs a, that. He needs the the perfect system and he can run it properly that he went to a super bowl and almost it should have won it. But, uh, I don't think he can just like, if you take Aaron Rodgers taking to Seattle, they have a shot at the playoffs. I don't know if Garoppolo is a guy that can do that. Let me say this though, Jeff, I'm not sure if he, if he doesn't go to Seattle, I'm not sure he doesn't get traded till the trade deadline. And I say that because a team like maybe new Orleans or mm-hmm. maybe your team, Miami, Someone's fighting for a playoff spot, but yeah. their quarterback isn't playing well. Maybe two is playing well yep. or not playing too great. And they're like, well, we don't trust Teddy two gloves either. So here's yeah. a fourth and a fifth round pick. You give us Jimmy G yep. and or those types of things. Like, I think that's pro if he doesn't go to Seattle before the season begins, that's where or when he gets traded well, is maybe a Jameis Winston gets hurt. Or an injury situation, yeah. Tua doesn't play well, or something like that, where we see him go to a team where he can step in. It's a good team. They have a shot at the playoffs, and they don't want to mess it up. Yep, that makes sense. But all right, Jeff. Well, that's it. That's the quarterback rankings. Before you go, like you always do, plug your show, your social media, all the great things you do. Because if there's anybody <laughs> that works hard, in this world at the podcasting world, it's definitely you. And you're probably the hardest worker out. Yeah. I don't know, man. I appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate you having me on to do this. Um, yeah. You can find me at J hunt double six on Twitter. Um, you can find me at Jeff Need sports on Facebook. You can find my podcast anywhere. You find podcasts at Jeff Need sports. Uh, this is kind of my off season, but uh, football season's ramping up, you know, and, and that's when things will really kick up for me. I, you know, if you're a Buckeyes fan, I do the Buckeye remix every week. And then, of course, the Off the Ball Network will have a ton of different stuff coming up with the football season, um, you know, Couch Coach Live and uh, the Washington Commanders podcast and all these different things we got going on. Mo Murphy's always got something going on. So go to offtheballnetwork.com and check out all that. And, um, yeah, that's it. Just uh, it, it's we got – it's not, we're not very far. We're basically like a month away from 
major football news and things going on. So just uh, kind of keep up with me and keep up with the network. And I appreciate everybody who has listened, commented, um, interacted with this this process over the last couple of months. It's been a blast. Yeah, go check out Off the Ball Network. I just dropped my my latest article. I preview the, nice. the Colts roster and their team and basically explore the question as to if the Colts did enough for Matt Ryan to be the third straight quarterback on the new team to go to a Super Bowl. Oh, so you can wait and see. You can read that and see what I think or what my opinions are on that. But you know, you'll you'll find out. You'll probably find out throughout the year because, as always, I'll, I lead off every show talking about the Colts when I do solo shows. Plan on doing more solo now that the quarterback countdown's over. I've done moved third been, straight quarterback to a new team to go to the Super Bowl is fascinating. He could be, could be. That is that is really cool stat. Brady did it two years ago yeah. and won it. Stafford did it last year and won it. Won it. Ryan wow. or Wilson. Ryan or Wilson could be that guy this year to go and win it. Wow, that's really Baker. cool. That's interesting. That is interesting. Did you say okay? <laughs> to be adjourned. I, I'm not going to, I'm not, we can't do this. For all you guys listening at home, have a good day, good night, good afternoon, whatever it is. You have a good one, and we'll see you next week.